Hey folks, good afternoon and welcome to SWAT Radio Monday afternoon, July 30th, I think. Is that right, Doug? That is July right. July 31st. 31st. Me, July 31st. Can you believe you it? missed the day. <clears throat> yeah, you know, we, um, I don't know what it is about summertime. I just kind of lose track of, I know what day it is, I just don't know what date it is. And uh, it is Monday, July 31st. Glad you joined us this afternoon. If you want to call us, 844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928. You can also email us your comments and your questions as we kind of move through uh, the week back in our book, The Discipleship Gospel. If you've gotten a copy of that book yet, um, man, I highly suggest calling in. We'd love to hear what you think about it. And uh, D- Douglas, how was your weekend, brother? Uh, it was good. I spent it in Mississippi. Celebrating so your dad. I was there celebrating. <laughs> My dad's birthday is tomorrow, Yes, but we were there celebrating his birthday. He was turns nine zero. 90. That's a big one. That is huge. <clears throat> What's he think about it? Uh, he, he didn't want to make a big deal about it, you know, which didn't surprise me. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so we had a had a great time there. Uh, but apparently, when I left, the heavens uh, broke open, and I you guys got like 11 inches of rain here or something. We had a lot last night. I, I, well, really as a standard uh here in northeast florida at least how is it in mississippi i mean it just seems like every afternoon sometime between uh usually it's about when we're on the air so right about now until around 7 30 at night you're almost guaranteed a good little thunderstorm yeah uh and we had a big one yesterday we had a big one on saturday it just i i don't know about you but our like we have an empty lot next door We've lived there for 14 years. Who owns that lot? I uh, want that lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, do you know, I've never seen water standing there. In that lot? And, and water's standing there now. It's still standing in the street. And it hadn't rained out by my house all day. Uh, but it is. It. I just think the ground's saturated. Yeah, it is. You know? Definitely. Well, just about the time when I think I need to maybe get my sprinkler out, That mm-hmm. that's usually when the rain will come yeah well uh hey i wanted to let our listeners know you know during the first segment we uh talk about things going on in our uh world and and maybe christian worldview and we let you know some things that you can pray for uh there is a woman named alex dorsonville uh who was kidnapped on thursday uh down in uh, haiti she i think she was a a, i think she was a nurse nurse. yeah Yeah, she's a nurse and uh her and her child yeah her child and things have gotten really bad down there um but um you know on thursday the state department ordered all government workers to leave as soon as possible and issued a do not travel advisory now you and i both know a lot of people in ministry regularly go to places uh where <laughs> you, you've been told it's dangerous um because uh we we go where god leads us to go and uh she was down there and um she was kidnapped and we want to certainly pray for her uh, because 
anytime somebody's kidnapped in a country like that, uh, it can be it, at the very, it's going to be a trauma producing event. <clears throat> Even if they never do anything physical right. to her, right. it's still scary. Uh, just pray for Alex Dorsonville and her uh, child. And, um, you know, just keep them in prayer. Pray for the um, officials down there who are working on that. Um, the, the, apparently, the organization they work with runs a K-12 school for kids. And isn't that just sad? People going to serve. And, and you yeah. see it in uh, other places where people go to help people and evil people come in yeah. and yeah. try to take advantage of those people. Um, <coughs> well, excuse me. And her husband is the, uh, is the director of the uh, ministry that yeah. she was down there with. So yeah, yeah it's so, gotta be very, very difficult on him. Yeah. So, so remember Alex and, um, keep her and her husband for sure. And her family and, and your prayers. And, um, it, it's just, Man, it's just a crazy world we live in. Uh, I don't know also if you uh, are aware, I just found out about it a week or so ago, that there have been fires burning over in Greece. Do you know about that? I don't. Yeah, so families are having to flee, like who live out in the rural areas, the countryside, uh, because fires have been burning over there. Like in California, you know, it's so dry. And a lot of times, you know, here in the States, if 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 it doesn't have to do with politics or sports, <clears throat> we we don't know about it, right? Yeah. And uh, what what's the blame? Global warming? <laughs> well, no, they it's just the dryness of it, right? Uh, maybe they should have some of the wet we got here because mm-hmm. uh, it's sure rainy here. It's supposed to be this way all week, like fifty percent chance of rain every day. That's fine. Yeah, That's which fine. is typical you know. southern Florida. Right? By the way, thankful to the Salem Center for cooling our. Uh, Oh, little yeah. booth out here <laughs> it can get a little toasty in here at times but today it's it's whew, it feels it, good it's warm outside though <laughs> isn't it uh be careful if you're out there exercising i know oh. i see people out there walking because uh the the temp gauge might say 92 but that heat index is up above 100 yeah so be Ooh. careful out there you can get overheated and dehydrated really really fast yeah. and so uh hey if you're just tuning in uh swat radio is what you're listening to and swat stands for spiritual warriors advancing truth and uh, it spawned out of the swat bible studies and uh, uh we teach expositorily through god's word we believe that god's word is the starting point and the final authority for all that we say and do. Uh, and our hope is is that as we teach uh, at the Bible studies each week, that uh, the men who attend there and the people who listen to SWAT radio will be encouraged at what God's Word says to encourage them and will obey what His Word says Amen. to do. Amen. And so... Um, you know, uh, we're on a summer break right now because uh, the, we, the way SWAT Bible studies operate. We go from uh, from um, September to uh, December. We take a break at Christmas, come back at January, and then finish up in May, and we we break for the summer. But we do have a SWAT training day, and on that SWAT training <clears throat> day, it's what a lot of churches call a retreat, but we don't believe in retreating. We're advancing, <laughs> and so we call it a summer a SWAT summer training day, and um, we have – 
the last three years we've had 90 to 100 guys come in uh, and it's a one-day event and uh, you get there at 7 30 register first sessions at eight second sessions at uh, about 9 15 out of there by 10 30 you go do your skydiving golfing shooting sailing or fishing and then we come back for a final session and there's still room we're going to close registration down tomorrow so tomorrow close of business uh for all those guys out there who go man i want to do that but i haven't signed up today's the day and tomorrow's the day you <laughs> you you got two days to sign up and i'd love for you to be a part it is uh uh, if you send me an email at Doug, D-O-U-G, at SWATradio.com, that's D-O-U-G at SWATradio.com. Or if you're a SWAT guy, check your inbox. Uh, you probably got about 15 emails about it <laughs> and that you've kind of rifled <clears throat> through and just ignored. But uh, that's, I, I, I talked to a guy the other day. He goes, yeah, I've been meaning to sign up. And I'm like, it's this week, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's next Saturday. So, uh, I had, uh, had lunch today with our staff, a couple of staffers that we've hired at the Northeast Florida Christian chamber. And I had to remind them, look, you know, we may have 50 people sign up for the lunch, but there'll be another 25 that'll show up on that day. Yeah. It's just something, you know, I, you know, don't wait, come to the, come to the training day. It's well worth it. Yeah. And if you're listening and, uh, one of the guys graciously volunteers his sailboat, and it's a really, really nice sailboat. We're not talking about a little two-man sailboat. We're talking about a big sailboat can take about ten or eleven people. He actually lets you drive it and get to do that. It's it's a really, really cool experience. Does it have a spinnaker? Uh, uh, do yeah, you know I think, the I big think, spinnaker yeah, 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 sail. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, it is. Everybody that has done that has absolutely loved it, and so there's still some spots for that. There's spots to shoot, which we're doing a three gun shoot, which will be a shotgun shoot, a pistol shoot, and a uh, um, a sporting rifle. We'll call it shoot. And uh, I take it you're leading that. Yes, the, I'll, that be, deal. I'll be on that. Okay. And Brad will be leading the golf the golf outing yeah and in uh, fact <laughs> i was gonna send you something the other day i, I sent it y'all may be going to top golf if it Wait, keeps raining hey man. that's fine too uh have you ever heard of this thing called the mad scramble no okay so you're familiar with uh are you familiar with yeti you yes. know the cooler yeah, yeti? Yeah, yeah. i think yeti kind of puts it on but uh in fact i i sent this to my uh to my son-in-law Devin because he loves golf and my son ben and jake saying hey we got to play so the mad scramble get this doug 50 people tee off and you know how you have a two-man or four-man scramble this is a 50-man scramble they literally shut the course down you know the 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 company basically reserves the course so 50 people tee off. 50 people tee off on one hole you play the best (laughs) can you believe that so it's almost they say it's almost a guarantee you're gonna have a hole in one you know 50 people what, really? does that that sounds kind of fun yeah so but, I, was but, thinking, but I mean i bet it takes an hour just to get off the first tee <laughs> so i was just thinking you know maybe it'd be the swat mad scramble you know it, it, hey if we had 10 guys show up we'll do a 10 man scramble so 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 they do it but what's the goal like how, how I think do they compete i th- i think it's just a fun you know fun day it's kind of like you and i were talking today so 50 or, people yeah. tee off on one hole yeah. then they go to and, the next and hole. they do it's called the mad scramble tour 
they go all over the country and do this from new well i mean i say all over from new york down the east coast and uh, so i'm trying to figure out if i can get devin or you know jake and and ben to meet me in nashville or something that, to, just that, to just to say we were a part of it so that sounds chaotic it, it does but you know it's, <laughs> it brings a little life to to your golf game for sure hey well we had a good <laughs> meeting yesterday of the israel group we are closed on our israel trip now no more slots available and um i'm excited we got uh, 32 people going and out of those 32 people um excluding me Mm -hmm. there will be uh eight ministers fantastic so people who are Uh, uh, david helen going yeah the guy who uh wrote and directed the um the movie his only son mm-hmm. by the way if you have not seen that now it's has available. he i'm wondering has david been there has david been he went Israel? on a scouting trip for one of the for that movie okay but he's not been on a teaching good trip good and so he's real excited about going we're excited about having him but again if you haven't seen his only son it's on amazon prime you can go there it's just buy the movie support absolutely support this kind of mm-hmm. movie being out there and released yeah uh, it's a great movie about abraham and sarah revealing some of the backstory that could have been going on think chosen meets the passion of the christ yep. and uh it's, it's really uh well done so well, we've had we've had a, a handful of good uh entertaining uh movies uh lately yeah, uh, well, Lori and I rewatched uh, the Apostle Paul. Paul, Apostle I need to go Christ. watch that one. Wow, yeah. it's just—is it out on Prime also? Yeah, or? yeah you can oh, get it on yeah. Prime. I'm gonna well. get that. Hey, glad you tuned in today. If you want to call in, eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. Stay tuned. We're gonna jump back into the book called The Discipleship Gospel when we come back from the break. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. 91 FM, the truth.
Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Monday afternoon, last last day of July. Glad you tuned in. We'd love for you to call in, 844-777-7928. You can also email us your comments and questions to ask at SWATradio.com. So, Brad, um, we are in our summer series on the King, the Kingdom Gospel, and we've been going through this. I think we're on week seven now as we've worked through this book called The Discipleship Gospel uh, by Bill Hull and Ben Sobel's. And, and really all Hull and Sobel's do in this book is try to bring uh, out the biblical um the biblical uh, support for a kingdom gospel, mm-hmm. um, which is unlike a lot of the gospel presentations we hear in in this country. In fact, I wanna um, I wanna bring out something that I read. I was just getting ready for today and um, bring out what a couple of people, very very well known people. Uh, some of their study Bibles or some of the best-selling study Bibles out there, at least one of them is. But I want to read some comments, they say. Um, but before I do, I want you, before I read their comments, do, can you go back and tell people the um, the Gospels that are being presented out there that are lacking? They're not really a true biblical gospel presentation because they focus on only part of the gospel or one aspect denying the kingdom of god being here jesus kingship so share those those real quick and let's give a quick uh, just a reminder and then i want to share what some of these leaders like one guy was a both of them were leaders at major i mean what you would call a major conservative seminary in this country so go ahead yeah so you know i think the um um almost everything will fall into one of these categories now you may call it something else um but the the, there's really five different types of gospel presentations and uh obviously what bill uh uh, bill uh, hull and ben sobels are getting at is that the these are incomplete gospel they're false gospels they're false because they're incomplete Mm -hmm. and uh the first one is what we would call the forgiveness only gospel you know it 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 is pray a prayer and you're in you know it's there's no uh there's no uh call to follow christ which is primarily what we're going to be looking at this week the other one is the gospel of left just imagine what we've went gone through over the last two or three years kind of a a social gospel a social works gospel exactly um and that doesn't mean that social uh interaction out there being part of giving and helping those in need should isn't a part of it yeah but this these people define that as the defining mark of the gospel And, and as a matter of fact let me just inject something here i don't know if you listen much to ben shapiro but yesterday, Ben Shapiro had Vody Bauckham on. Really? Yeah, and I highly recommend if you're a Ben Shapiro fan. If you don't, you know, we're not getting into politics, and that was the beauty of his interview with Vody. Well, if he's got Vody on. Vody's <clears throat> talking to gospel. Yeah, and he's talking specifically <laughs> about this particular issue. 
So anyway, gospel of the left. The third one is what is probably the most, the third and fourth are probably the most popular, at least in the West, and that is the prosperity gospel, which is the kind of number three on his list. And then number four on the list is a consumer gospel. Mm -hmm. Prosperity gospel obviously being that, uh, you know, this abundant life, you know, the John 10 movement is that uh, Christ came that you might be able to have all that you want, <laughs> not, mm. not not all you need, but all that you want. And uh, and then the consumer gospel is just, you know, it it's exactly what it is. It it uh, the, the the that your ability that Christ is providing for you all your comforts. Mm-hmm. So, and then the fi- the final one that he kind of list lays out is the gospel of the right. And uh, to be honest, if if I look at these five, this is where I tend to fall: the gospel of the right. You know, my way is the right way. Yeah. And and we can be all be a little bit this way. In fact, all of us can fall into all these categories from time to time. And uh, but those are an incomplete gospel for sure. They're an incomplete gospel, and when they're incomplete, they're false. Well, over the years, th- this issue um, has been called several things as it relates to uh, people talking about the kingdom of heaven, uh, the kingdom gospel, um, the term lordship salvation uh, really sprung up uh, when John MacArthur wrote his book called The Gospel According to Jesus. Uh, but that issue has been around for a while. In fact, Back in the early 1900s, um, you had Lewis Berry Schaefer, who's written a lot of good things, but uh, he also um, probably would have come down more on uh, a forgiveness-only type of gospel, whereas B.B. Warfield came down on more of a kingdom of heaven gospel. Mm. Um, in the 50s, it was a guy named Stephen Barabbas, uh, who talked about a higher life view, almost like a second level Christian discipleship. And then John Murray had more of the reform view. And in the late eighties, uh, it was guys like Charles Ryrie, yep. <laughs> uh, Zane Hodges, uh, who was really extreme. And we're going to see that in a second, uh, who kind of was more of the Lewis Berry Schaefer view. And then you have John MacArthur, who had more of the B.B. Warfield or, or, or Reform view. Kingdom, we'll call that the kingdom uh, view. You know, and uh, we've had Wayne Grudem on our program before, and Wayne Grudem said, you know, to call what uh, MacArthur and uh, Warfield teach lordship salvation is very misleading. He says because, you know, both sides, Schaefer, if you had Lewis Berry Schaefer alive today and we're interviewing him, he would most definitely say, well, that Jesus is the Lord of our life. There's none of them would deny that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and even John MacArthur would say, you know, is Jesus fully Lord of your life all the time? No, he would acknowledge that. But trying to define where that point is, where it's a kingdom belief versus a salvation only belief. Hmm. It gets really murky. And really what it boils down to when we start to think about in the way we share the gospel, and that's really why we're addressing this issue, 
uh, I went to Brad and I said, this is so important for us as believers to address it with people, to do so in the right way, because we don't want to give people an incomplete gospel. Jesus talked more about the kingdom of heaven than he did anything, except maybe money. He talked a lot about money. He too. Did. <clears throat> um, but when, when we talk about this issue of the kingdom gospel, a lot of it boils down to two primary things. One, whether repentance is necessary for saving faith. And we talked a little bit about that. We'll talk about that again next week. And this is a key one, whether good works and continuing to believe follow out of saving faith. Because I'm going to read you, because there's two, these two questions, must a person who is, quote, not a believer uh, in need to repent to have eternal life or be part of the kingdom, or two, do they need to continue in good works? Um, and so as you think about those, everybody goes to extremes a lot of times, but I want to read what Zane Hodges says. He says that um, the call to repentance is a call to enter into a harmonious relationship with God, whereas the call to faith is the call to salvation. He distinguishes between the two. Um, now, uh, he says that the only condition for salvation is intellectual belief and that the other elements will follow. Uh, but <laughs> he says if you add repentance and surrender to uh, repentance and surrender to intellectual belief, then that's heresy. This is what Zane Hodges says. Um, and, you know, those there are a lot of people influenced by Zane Hodges in the world of A. In fact, uh, he says, no act of obedience preceding or following faith in Jesus, including sorrow for sin, including turning from sin, including baptism, including surrender to the lordship or kingship of Jesus can be considered part of faith as a condition of receiving eternal life. It's just a transaction between God and a sinner, and it's just receiving the free gift with no demands before or after. Now, that's what he said in Ryrie. Now, many people have a Ryrie study Bible, and even though he's not as far off as Hodges, he says that the Bible doesn't teach that you have to repent to be saved. But what about when they ask Peter, what do we do? <clears throat> yeah. His first thing, what does he say? Repent. Yeah. Repent. Yep. And he just, uh, Ryrie says people just have to believe in Jesus. And he says his final chapter in his book, So Great of Salvation, goes repent about what? Like, it's just really, he says, is repentance a condition for receiving eternal life? Yes. If it's changing one's mind about Jesus. No, if it's being sorry for sin or even to turn from sin. It's not that. This is what Ryrie's saying. Uh, and he denies that saving repentance includes any kind of sorrow for sin or even a, a sorrow that says, I want God to change my life. 
Mm. That, uh, that, that right there is the reason you have so many people who are disciples of a forgiveness-only gospel who aren't growing in Christ. Right. They're right. just, and, and yet they're holding on to this belief that, well, I prayed a prayer when I was a child, but they, they go so far as to say, Brad, that you can trust Christ as an eight-year-old, say, live the rest of your life in complete disobedience to God, but because you believed when you were eight, you're saved. Mm, that's dangerous. Yep. Well, in fact, we'll touch on it when we come back from the break with Bill Hull and Ben Sobels have to say about that particular topic, and I tend to agree with them. <laughs> so uh, glad you tuned in. We'd love for you to call in, 844-777-7928. Give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be right back after the break. Lots of people are wondering why so many big corporations are actively promoting ideas and values that their own customers don't support. And honestly, this is another reason MediShare is so attractive to people who don't want to use their own healthcare dollars to pay for things they don't believe in. MediShare is the refreshing alternative. They're a nonprofit ministry. It's a community of like-minded Christians helping each other live healthy lifestyles. There are more than 400,000 members now, and they save a lot, too. Most families save around $500 a month. And member satisfaction surveys consistently show they like it much more than health insurance. So for you, maybe it's time. Find out how you can not only save, but freely choose to be part of something you believe in. Here's the number you can call now, 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE, 844-55-BIBLE. There's some delays because of a crash on I-95 northbound before Kings Road, north of downtown. Also, there's emergency road construction on I-95 southbound at the ramp from Hexer Drive, blocking the on-ramp left lane. Mostly cloudy tonight, low 75. Tuesday, mostly sunny, high 94. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life, I've been told I belong at the end. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Monday afternoon. We're, uh, you know, this is an interesting um, topic, obviously crucial to be discussed within the church today. In fact, uh, Bill Hull says the most controversial element of the discipleship gospel is the imperative call to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. He goes on and says, when people say that the call of Jesus' gospel are his words, follow me, they mean that Jesus saves those who follow him and only those who follow. In other words, following Jesus is essential to the gospel and necessary for salvation. Most people won't say it as bluntly as this because they're nervous others will accuse them of teaching works salvation or abusing God's grace. Yeah, well, here's here, here's the thing. Um, 
I told you this. I said this in the break. Zane Hodges denies that a person who believes in Jesus needs to continue believing. In other words, he believes you can drop out of the Christian life like you drop out of high school. And uh, uh, Charles Ryrie uh, argued that the Bible doesn't teach that good works and continuing to believe are necessary fruits of saving faith. Uh, that you can live a lifelong state of car- carnality and can even become an unbeliever. But if you prayed once, if you believed once, um, then you're in. And see, they've made it about a transaction than about the kingdom. It's not about a, it's not about a kingdom in the way they talk about it. And um, the Bible says that God enables all Christians to persevere. Uh, genuine believers um, are gonna continue now. You can sin into death, but if you have a pattern of unbelief that spans years and nobody knows, I can't put a number on that, mm-hmm. and nobody can. But you know, that you you <laughs> you you can become an apostate. We've seen that. You and I both have seen that in people. Yes. Yeah. Um, J.C. Ryle, Doug, <clears throat> says this, and, and I quote. True repentance is no light matter. It is a thorough change of heart about sin, a change showing itself in godly sorrow and humiliation. Interesting, that word, humiliation. In heartfelt confession before the throne of grace, in a complete breaking off from sinful habits and an abiding hatred of all sin. Such He says this, such repentance is the inseparable companion of saving faith in Christ. Unquote. If if you well, Brad, here's the deal. What you're talking about is if let's say you're going uh, west on I-10 and you repent of going west and you you want to go a different direction. That means you're turning to go mm-hmm. east. <laughs> on i-10 right it doesn't mean okay i believe that i should go east on i-10 and you say i'm repenting of that and you keep going west on i-10 right that's what they're it's saying. not a, it's not just a mental it's or they're it, saying yeah. that you can make a temporary u-turn and then then head back i-10 west mm. and stay on <clears> i-10 <throat> west but you're repentant yeah that that doesn't mm. fly yeah um you know um well, he, uh, <clears throat> Sobel says this, some Christians are so used to having their ears tickled by the false promises of non-discipleship gospels they, that they get gravely offended by anyone who suggests the gospel is calling us to do anything that isn't easy, mm-hmm. convenient, or comfortable. Second Timothy 4.3, mm-hmm. you know, is, is this idea that... Uh, uh, the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. And that's and that's where we are. Right. It's right. where we are as a culture. And the whole topic for this week is, you know, this idea of Jesus saying, follow me. I've heard people actually mock Christians 
who call people to follow Jesus as being legalistic. In fact, and when we read this chapter, uh, Bill and Ben Sobel's Bill Hull and Ben Sobel said, "You better be prepared for people to accuse you of legalism if you start telling people to follow Jesus." Mm-hmm. Now, when you think about that, you see it on my truck. It's on my tag. It's at the bottom. It says, "Follow <clears> me." <throat> That's been a lifelong uh, verse for me. Matthew four nineteen. Mm. Follow me, and what I will make you. By the way, that was our first verse we tackled day one when we started SWAT it, radio. It is because it's so important to have that. And this when you think about those two words, Brad, follow me. That I picture go back in time for a bit. Go back two thousand years. Peter, Andrew out on a boat fishing. James and John, their buddies right over there with mm-hmm. them. They grew up fishing they were families fishermen didn't just one day your family does something else you decide you're going to be a fisherman whatever you did in the village your children did the same thing unless they became rabbis okay they they would follow in the footsteps of their parents and these guys were known for fishing they they knew where to fish they knew how to fish and so jesus comes into their life and he doesn't say hey i want you to believe this he says, follow me. I want you to follow me. Um, and for those men to hear those words, they had to what? Drop their nets hmm. if they were going to follow him. And Jesus called them to leave fishing. Their fishing was their life. It was their source of identity. It was their source of security. It was their source of income. I mean, it was everything about them. And he said, follow me. They grew up Jewish. They grew up knowing about Messiah, but he didn't say believe. He said, follow me. And they followed. They left their boats. They knew when Jesus said, follow me, that whatever he said went because he was the king. He was the Messiah. They didn't understand all the implications of it, but they knew when he said, follow me. At that moment, it meant leaving there. He was saying, follow me now. Today, we tell people, just believe in Jesus. Hmm. Believe the facts about him. You believe the facts about him, it's all you need. The, the, The thing is, the call to follow Jesus is a call on your life to, if he asks, forsake whatever he asks you to forsake. It's a call on your life that you understand that there's nothing greater than Jesus yeah. in your life. <clears throat> now, now are you going to understand all the implications of no, that? No, no, and neither did the disciples no. when Jesus called them out of the boat. Yeah, you know, I I still think of our our friend uh, Doug Rutt, Pastor Doug Rutt. He used to hold the Bible up like this. Mm-hmm. That really, Jesus as Lord means that we're coming under this authority. Mm-hmm. That that's what the kingdom is. I mean, we don't. You've said it many times. We don't really, we don't understand what kingdom, you know, what being a part of a kingdom is really about because we're, we're independent, rugged Americans, right? Yeah. But the idea of a kingship, Jesus as Lord is he's master. It's non-negotiable. Yes. If he's Lord, then you're his subject. 
if you're his subject, then you come under his authority. Yeah, well, the whole thing is, in in the American church, what we've done is we rationalize away the demands of his kingship. Uh, oh, yeah, he says, hate your mother, hate your brother. He doesn't really mean that. I mean, he's just trying to emphasize it should be important. Hmm. And so what, instead of us thinking about the the radical uh, what what David Platt would say radical implications of following him would be relation to your family. Think about it. You love your family. I, I know you have a deep passion. Do you love them more than Jesus? I mean, yeah. like think about how easy it creeps in. Yeah, because because if he's king and he says I want you to do this, are you willing to do it if it means? It might take something away from your family. Are you willing to do it if it takes you away from your job? Are you willing to do it if it takes you away from a, a love you have? See, I, I I get asked a lot, Brad, well, if I follow Jesus, does it mean I have to do this and fill in the blank with that? And so many people I know in ministry will say, no, you know what? Let Jesus take care of that later. You just Do you believe he died on the cross? Do you believe he rose from the dead? Well, just pray this prayer with me, and you're right. in there. Mm. Instead of doing what Jesus did to the rich young ruler, go sell everything and follow me. Yeah, that's now that's a radical. <clears throat> could you imagine if if you're at a church service and the pastor comes up to you and says, "Hey, go sell everything and follow Jesus." Yeah. And sometimes I had the opportunity. We can tackle this when we come back. Sometimes, in fact. A lot of times we don't know the things that have a grip on our hearts. Sometimes that comes out over time as we're exposed to God's word and his spirit brings conviction upon us. So we're not saying that the minute you start following Christ, you're completely transformed. It is a long, slow process. As Paul says, I'm confident of this, that he who began a good work in us will bring it to completion. And uh, it's taken me a long time. I know for you, you'd agree, Doug. Glad you tuned in today. If you want to call in, give us a shout, 844-777-7928. SWAT Radio, we'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. The Florida-Georgia Truth Network, on the air in St. Mary's at 91.3. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies, if you're trying to feel the same old holes inside, there's a better life, there's a better life. 
Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Glad you tuned in today. If you want to call in, 844-777-7928. Love to hear from you as Doug and I are working our way through the discipleship gospel, what Jesus preached, we must follow. Love this uh, quote here. It says, Jesus, he, he, Jesus never left the cost of discipleship in the fine print, yeah. as we can see from Mark chapter 10. And uh, really enjoyed this book. I'm on my second pass through it and uh, just really challenged by it. Uh, just, just you know, this idea that uh, pray a prayer and you're you're good. Yeah. What 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 did you think about before we went to break what, what I was sharing there? It's I incredible. Mean, I mean, like, I mean, I mean the, the thing is, Brad, that I I look at our country, this, the I would say the majority of churches uh i I think that's the predominant mindset in a lot of our country is that that the the demands of his kingship are optional they're secondary and have nothing to do there's no attachment to the salvation and and going back to what zane hodges said um the the problem with those things is uh, that Zane Hodges saying you can lose it? You can. It, it, it makes it about a moment in time that you just professed. Were there people in the Bible that professed a desire to follow Christ that ended up being false mm. disciples? Yep, one of his apostles. Yeah, yeah. Followed him for three years, did miracles, right. did all these things. Um. So when you go and look, and by the way, go to John chapter 6. <clears throat> Jesus gave yep. a hard teaching, a kingship teaching, pretty much. They didn't like, and they left. What What is it going to take for you to leave? I mean, that, and, and yet Hodges would say, as long as you pray to prayer, you're good. Mm, mm. J.I. Packard says repentance is more, more than just sorrow for the past. Repentance is a change of mind and heart and a new life mm-hmm. of denying self and serving the Savior as king in self's place. Yeah. And as you and I were talking about last week, that what is the cost of discipleship? Mm. It is a dying to yourself. Mm. And we're, we're, goodness gracious, I mean, we're, we're still dying to ourselves, uh, after 40-something years of following Christ. What I was saying earlier is I feel like, Doug, the more time I spend in the Word of God, the more the Spirit of God convicts me over areas that I still need to die of. Well, yeah. Well, let's go back to what I said before we went to break about how we rationalize his what I call his hard sayings. You know, F.F. Bruce wrote a great book called The Hard Sayings of Jesus. Highly recommend it. Yeah, it, it is... It is very demanding, but you know, when we think about the hard teachings of Jesus, um, uh, you know, he, he really isn't asking you to die, Brad. I mean, like Hmm. he just wants you to be willing to at some point, you know, down the road, but it it doesn't mean right now, does it? Well, that's, that would be convenient. Yeah. You know, when, when. Uh, 
people over in Bhutan, China, North Korea, the Middle East, for them, when they say yes to Jesus, sometimes it's an immediate death sentence right away. But we live in a country where it's a convenient thing. You know, the biggest persecution we may see is getting made fun of at work or mm -hmm. people saying we're a Jesus freak, yeah. uh, although that may be changing. Um, you know, and listen, I know there's a variety of people that may be listening out there. I hope this is challenging. It's challenged to me uh, as <clears throat> I think about it. Um, yes, Jesus isn't requiring everybody to pick up and leave their job right now and go to Africa no. and live over there. But he does require surrender, obedience. Um, and a lot of times, instead of embracing that, we minimize the call. We, we dismiss uh, stories in the Bible like the rich young ruler that, I mean, how, how can anybody read that story mm -hmm. that is God's yeah. word, God's yep. truth, I mean, Jesus would have failed most evangelism courses in seminary today because because of what he put. They that's legalism, Jesus. You can't do that. Uh, we we want a Jesus that doesn't require anything after salvation. We're certainly not adding works to salvation. We're simply saying, and that this is what the kingdom gospel says. It's what they say in the books. What the Bible teaches that that the gospel of Jesus Christ is not about a ticket to heaven. The gospel of Jesus is about a kingdom, his kingdom, and you, if you receive that kingdom, are his subject. He right. bought you with a price. <clears throat> yep. He owns you, and the demands that he makes on you are that you surrender and you multiply, you make disciples. That is not for pastors only. It's not for church leaders, ministry leaders only, or even the super zealous. That's for your normal, everyday kingdom follower. And and we have just completely taken that demand off the table. We've redefined Christianity totally. as compared <clears throat> to biblical Christianity. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, Calvin said that... Uh, true repentance that can can he asked the question can true repentance exist without faith he says by no means but although they cannot be separated they ought to be distinguished mm -hmm. he says repentance is the true turning of our life to god a turning that arises from a pure and earnest fear of him and it consists in the mortification of the flesh and the renewing of the spirit mm, that's good you know how important is it as we as you just hit on there is this kingdom gospel is that we as jesus is our lord we're coming as his subjects under his authority mm. and uh no it's 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 definitely not a popular idea in the west mm -hmm. well when you think about the jesus gospel we've created today uh I, I think we we would all have to agree that it's a much more comfortable gospel for us uh it doesn't make demands on our materialism our 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 uh, selfishness our um our, our daily life mm -hmm. really 
Um, in fact, bottom line is if we go to church on Sunday, we're good. You know, we just go to church, listen to a message. Yeah. Um, no accountability, no real, um, what I call, uh, Monday through Saturday <laughs> requirements yeah. on our life. Um, and so, you know, when you think about what Jesus teach or he taught, what Jesus taught, not just his disciples, by the way, he taught crowds this when people were coming. So this was not just about a deeper level hmm. Christian teaching. Yeah. This was about what it means to follow him. And that's what this whole week we're talking about, what it means to follow Jesus. There are people out there that will tell you that if you talk about following Jesus, you're adding works to salvation. You are not. Jesus called people to follow. I challenge you to go through the scriptures and find one place where Jesus led somebody in a prayer confessing yeah. they're just an intellectual belief in him. In fact, James says the demons believe and they shudder mm-hmm. out of, <laughs> they know yeah. uh, everywhere Jesus went, the demons confessed him. They were like, don't, don't, are you, have you come to torment us? They, they, they had a fear that's probably more reverent than most people today mm-hmm. who say they believe. So when we look at that this week, this week we're, again, talking about the idea of uh, following. And, you know, we we think about the kingdom gospel and this idea of following Jesus. Uh, is it optional? Is it really optional? It's not. It's a part of. It comes. It, you can't separate uh, saving faith from following Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it doesn't yeah. mean you following Jesus is going to happen because it's a work of the Holy Spirit. You can't have saving faith without the Holy Spirit enabling you to have that. And the Holy Spirit's not going to go, okay, I got Brad to believe, but now I'm going to let him live a life where he's in control of his life the rest of his life. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you work out Philippians 2? 12 and 13 work out your own salvation with fear and trembling for it is god who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure well you just said it it's god right exactly he's doing it well you think about i was thinking about the um when jesus says to the guys in the boat hey follow me man it wasn't an intellectual uh thing about well we know all about jesus it was a working going on right there that got them out of the boat yeah i mean i think of even my own conversion uh you know a a a turning of my from my sin to god Mm -hmm. but then it's an ongoing thing well when you think about that story of the rich young ruler what did jesus say to him He came to Jesus wanting to know, how can I have eternal life? That is the question. How how do I attain that? But he what 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 is he looking for? What what is that rich young ruler look? He's looking for a transaction. Well, he is. But what did (laughs) Jesus say to him? 
Do you remember? Mm-hmm. He said, sell everything and what? What did he say? Sell everything and what? Follow me. Follow <clears throat> me. Yeah. And yet today you have people that say you're calling people to a works-based salvation. Well, if if we're doing that, Jesus did it. Exactly. Yeah. I, I would rather follow Jesus than anybody yeah. else. Is, right? is, is God working in your life for his good pleasure? Following or, or, Jesus, or are you working in your life for your own pleasure? Following Jesus is not works-based salvation. No, no. It is not. Yep. And we're going to touch on that again tomorrow and Wednesday. Damn, so. Let's keep going. Yeah, <laughs> Glad you tuned in today. Join us tomorrow. We'll be back three o'clock. SWAT Radio, and one last chance. SWAT Training Day, August fifth. Get signed up today.